Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, I'm still digging this new intro music. I like it. This is your second week back in a row. You think you're going to keep your tenure? I don't know. I don't know. Matt Young's <laughs> he's he's gunning for me. I mean, he, he's gunning. He got every week. Every week you build a little more tenure. I'll tell Ain't you that what. The science behind. I'll it? I'll tell you what. I I will say this publicly. If Travis Haston would ever host this show, I would gladly resign from At Home with Roby. I don't think you have anything to worry about. <laughs> I, I would do it. I <laughs> would say, hey, you know what? He's a stubborn codger. He is. But Travis he would be, is my brother. He would be awesome on this yeah, show. Everybody nah, we just want to get him on the show. Yeah, he's 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 good peeps. He would be good on the show. Um, uh, yes. Well, it, Trent, I got, I got before I forget, Thursday was my mom's birthday, so I got to say happy birthday to my mom. That's wow. good. So yeah, Thursday. She her birthday so, so, usually falls real close to Mother's Day, but this year Mother's Day was early. So so we're recording this show a couple of days in advance, as as always. It's not it's yeah. not live. The, open the secret book, and we're telling secrets. Oh gosh! Uh, but it's May the sixteenth as the show airs. Yep. We're halfway through May. This is insane. Good, which means gracious. that we're what fifteen days to being halfway through the year. No. The end of June. End of June. Well, we got, okay, so 45 (laughs) 45 days. days. Yeah, you're right. 44 to be specific. But my birthday's June the 6th, if you want to write that down. I am aware. I think I have that tucked away Was yesterday your birthday? No, my birthday was last week, May 6th. So it's easy for me. My birthday is always exactly one week, even on a leap year, before my mom's. Man. Which is good. Yeah, I got one more year in my 30s. 39? 39. Man, age it nothing but a number, buddy. It is, well, and we talked about this before. Your birthday is really about, it's it's the kids, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, and that, and that it is cool. I came home Thursday afternoon from work, and they, you know, she had made, like, this big banner, happy birthday, Dad. Scarlet? And, yeah, and Jody had helped her, and I got a surprise, but I can't I can't show you till after. Can I show you now? And it's like, yeah, they got me a kid. I mean, it's cool. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, I'm very fortunate to have a, have a loving family. I was telling uh, T- Timmy Robinette, Jeff yeah, Robinette yeah. works for us. Of course. T- Tim Robinette is uh, is my adopted godfather, really, a uh, neighborhood sure. kid. He was like 20 when I was 10, and so he was my idol. And I, I'm a collector of things, baseball cards. Uh, shark's teeth. Shark's teeth. Seashells when I was a kid. Geodes, I hear you. And uh, geodes and, and other kind of minerals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, garbage pill kids. And uh, no, but I was telling somebody this story. I cherished my seashells when I was 8, 9, 10 years old. And... Every year for Timmy's Timmy's birthday for about five years in a in a row, I gave him my coolest, neatest seashell that I had found that year, and it meant so much to me to relinquish that you know coveted thing as a child. And uh, 
he's going. <laughs> and I was telling the story. I yeah. said, he's probably like, oh, I got another seashell. You're like, <laughs> I mean, hey, he's Timmy, 22 years old. <laughs> you got those seashells still, right? Yeah. No. Nah, those seashells are in some, he threw them out in some uh, planter area or something. Oh, man, come on, Timmy. I like finding seashells around my yard that, you know, you put in a planter 20 years ago <laughs> and you dump the dirt out and then... <laughs> Well, why do I have a seashell on the river? Over there, over there's a sa- <laughs> I hide shark's teeth in my yard there's regularly. There's a sand dollar. What's that thing doing over there? No, that, that is cool. Well, I mean, hey, the river's about to be hopping again. It's it's getting close to- Are you going to come visit me? Riv- river season. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tug that old hunk of junk boat I've got at the, uh, back up here. Did you ever sell your jet ski? Yeah. There's a, yeah, I, I did. I did. Is that and, not a good experience? Well, it, it was fine. It was fine it, until about- Two days later, the poor guy that bought it said, "Hey, the engine blew." And I'm you're, like, "You're joking! Come on, man!" He, and he was a really great guy, honest, I, honest teacher. I mean, I believed him. He's like, "Yeah, well, it's not blow. I took it to get it checked, and, and we did the handshake deal." The guy said, "It's gonna, it's gonna blow any day now." And I, what do I do? And I'm like, "I don't want it back." I'm like, "Why don't I just? I just gave him his money back." I think he you did. did? Uh, yeah, I think he gave me like two hundred dollars for. He's gonna get it fixed and all that stuff. So it's just like. It's gone. It gone. That's a, that's a, you a good man. It gone, but that's it was impressive. like, man, that happened. I mean, it was like, it, it was old you, jet ski, but you know, whatever. You got your, you got your money's worth out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. You had some good times. Yeah. Patrick and Scarlett rolling up to the dock on the you jet ski. You pay about 2000 for a jet ski. Yeah, they, they, I got a good summer out of it. <laughs> we were trying to sell that thing to Charlie Howard. <laughs> I tell you, man, I felt, I felt at home on the river in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you are planning on bringing your boat back to the yeah, river. Yeah, yes, we we upgraded to an old boat, which I don't know if that's a good move or a bad move. <laughs> yeah, or I think, if it's, considered I think it's a pretty nice boat. It's got a little outboard on it. <laughs> I think you did good on that one. <laughs> well, you know, I'm what like you. It? It's a scout, right? Scout, it's an yeah, one scout. That's but cool. but that's half the fun. It's is playing with it. And, tinkering and you're like me and, because we both have an 01 boat well that and, and uh <laughs> you know i think i sent you a text i'm like hey you got a good boat repair person and you said bow buyer i said yeah. got him <laughs> hey he'll or he'll connect you he, with he is he, he he knows what he's doing my man knows the, the he can he can navigate a river <laughs> he's in, he, he is in the old boat game we were talking about we need to have him on here and talk about his boat yeah. flips bo's uh bo, bo used to work at roby he's one of my lifetime best friends mecklenburg roofing are friends he works at great mecklenburg guy roofing. Great guys, friends of all of us. I mean, <laughs> you know, I coached T-ball with him. His son's Ford's age. Him and his, his uh, Rory and Ford were born within like five days of each other, four days of each other. Um, but uh, he, my man's dad is a is a. Perf- he used to yeah. run Byram's General Store. Right. We had a show about this. But his dad, it, they used to be real, really known for their high end and, and knowledge of tackle and fishing stuff at Byram's General Store, and. Uh, and his dad's a professional fisher, so Bo knows. I mean, if if my boat didn't work, and I asked Bo, <laughs> yeah. So uh, and uh, my boat's often not work. No, I'm kidding. It's really good to have have somebody like that, a friend like that. And he he's so gracious when you ask him a question. He needs me to give you a good. But answer. I do think that it is unique that both of us have an O one used <laughs> boat, and they're good brands, but they're just so old. old. My Sea Ray and your. You're scout. scout. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I hang out with all these guys that have these real fancy, nice, new, super duper duper boats, and I'm over here rolling in a O one Sea Ray that I love. I can I can hit my pole and not all, worry about it. I'm all about a two so. stroke, baby. Well, listen, we got a great show. We're going that back down to Contractor Alley. We got Bill Kibby with Brookwood Construction, hailing from Raleigh. When we return, he's a fellow YPO. Or stay tuned. You're listening to At Home with. Bill. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick Okazic from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby Family of Companies. If you missed the first segment, go back and listen to it. Oh, wow. That is so I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> well, did we, did, we, uh, did we tee up? Mr. Uh, Gibby? I don't think he knows because he's, he, he's swinging in the blind right now. Hey, Bill, how you doing, buddy? Good morning. How you guys doing? But swinging in the blind, Bill. Just say so that's right where we got you, right where we want you as a guest right now. <laughs> the, the anticipation on the at home with Roby show. This is this is seriously hard hitting journalism. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I know I've, I've got a lot of support in you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you can help us keep it a little bit more professional, you know. But uh, well, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, as we said on, on the intro segment, uh, Bill is the president at Brookwood Construction, yeah. which is a commercial, commercial con- contracting firm. That's what y'all do, right, Bill? We are uh, focused on interiors and renovation in the Raleigh market and uh, throughout North Carolina. Well, you got to be pretty excited about the Raleigh market. I know Apple had a huge announcement a couple of weeks ago. It's been sort of you know all over the state with with all the jobs and and opportunities that are that are coming to your you all's area. I mean that's that's a big deal. Yeah, that that's uh, uh, gives us a lot of buzz uh, in our area, along with Google uh, downtown Durham uh, have been big announcements for us. Um, but I'm I'm more excited about just the local companies here that uh, continue to grow. And um, we're, we're fortunate in that we don't have a, a, a large uh, segment of the corporate uh, market, but, um, but we have a lot of uh, smaller companies that feed off of those uh, larger ones. And uh, so the more we can get here, uh, you know, those, those folks, those homegrown folks will continue to grow. I, I didn't I, I was reading this week in an article uh I didn't realize that that Microsoft uh went to to that area in 1960 I think if I got that right or uh, that time frame and, and I, I never aware of it uh that, that that was so early on and and didn't realize the impact the long-term impact of, of why with the universities NC State uh Chapel Hill and Duke. I mean, what is what's what's transpired in the last fifty years because of stuff like that? And uh, it was really neat to hear. Well, the Research Triangle Park, uh, you know, was envisioned uh, what fifties, sixties, and uh, you know, maybe ahead of its time a little bit, but really did lay the groundwork to uh, to build on uh, technology companies and. and, and, you know, our, our universities, as you mentioned, in the area. So um, even even with life sciences now, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a huge uh, a factor in, in our growth, for sure. No, it's crazy. It's, it, it, it was cool to see. And then also, I think this was even a different article, talking about home medium home prices. It, it said nice. Charlotte's medium home price right now is $450,000. And and Raleigh, the triangle is right under three hundred thousand dollars. And I'm sitting, I'm a businessman in Charlotte. That scared me because companies are going to want to go. And I'm saying it on air. Companies are going to going to want to go to the, the Raleigh, Durham, housing. Chapel Hill area because they're 
their employees and associates can can afford to live a little easier. Uh, so so I think y'all have a leg up on, on the rest of the region with, with that fact. If I if I read that right. Sure. Yeah. And and I lived in Charlotte um, mid nineties, uh, closer to two thousand. And um, you know this, this market's definitely. I don't know, 20 years behind kind of where, where you guys are now. And, um, and then we have, we have the core areas, you know, Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh, that uh, are all kind of growing outward and, and, and combining together. So um, I mean, you, you, there's, uh, residential is, is crazy right now. Uh, people are really moving to the area. And um, for for me, it's you know, the past two months. The whole whole world has awakened again, and and we are uh, backing off to the races here in this market. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and it, you probably are, are fighting some of the now now some of the constraints that we have is it is back and the market is 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 up and running, but boy, getting those materials sure is a challenge, isn't it? That uh, that's becoming more of an issue. <laughs> uh, definitely price escalations and. Uh, you know, you're you are starting to hear that uh, that is leading to some of the uh, projects being put on hold, uh, the larger projects. Um, so, but and, and then manpower, manpower combined with that, uh, I feel like I've been a full time recruiter uh, past two months, uh, just making sure we have the the management and on site staff in place to. Uh, accommodate the growth that's happening no bill I, I hear you loud and clear i mean that's exactly what we've been doing on our end it's it's it's, it's basically they're juggling juggling some sort of material issue or lead time along with with the demand uh, that we have for, for workforce especially on the skilled trade side and we talk about this all the time trent i mean it's it is such a demand i mean we if you are listening and you're looking at a new opportunity um i mean the trades are just where it's at i mean it could build up into a construction management role but, uh, you know, we, we had a young man that came in that we, we have offered a, a job to. He'll be starting in a couple weeks. I mean, just the excitement that, that he has for the industry, it was contagious. And you just really don't see that too much these days, it seems. Yeah, it's um, – I haven't had to do a lot of recruiting. And uh, it, there's a talent war definitely going on in our market. And um, we're, we're bringing on three people this month. Wow, uh, which is a lot for our company. We're we're a twenty employee firm, and um, you know I'm excited about it. Uh, I think we're kind of entering our next growth phase, and uh, we're we're trying to. It, it's a little scary to try to manage that and and make sure we're efficient with it. But uh, uh, my dad. Salaries are going up as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> Inflation's definitely here. Uh, my dad used to always say, "I, I, I remember after uh, the dot com bust, nine eleven, oh eight, oh nine, that he was around with me for all those." And I would say, when I would be every day pinging what's going on, I'd see a company was moving to Charlotte, or I'd see some economic activity start to happen. I said. I was young and eager. Said, "Dad, Dad, we're we're getting gonna getting in a bull market. We're getting." And he said, "Boy, I'm telling you, sometimes fighting <laughs> for your survival with your teammates is a better predicament than the things you have to deal with when things get real frothy." 
uh, a.k.a. inflation, a.k.a. labor shortage, a.k.a. I mean, material wood, shortage. Right? I mean, so, can, uh, where's the list up? So, so, so the old wise sage, uh, God rest his soul, is, is resonating with me right now. Well, we've been fortunate. I, I started the company in 2010, and, of course, it was uh, not a very good uh, construction uh, economy at that time. But we were able to develop uh, relationships with subcontractors. There was uh, very good talent. Uh, a lot of a lot of those teammates are still with us today, and uh, we've just kind of grown a little bit organically uh, over the years, and uh, you know turned into a, a nice uh, mid-sized construction firm. And uh, we are fortunate that. Even though we're bringing on a few more people, we're not we're not going to get too too aggressive and uh, and really just just work with our existing relationships. No, that's cool, Patrick. You, you came on board that. in two thousand and ten, uh, right? <laughs> Trent plucked me out of corporate America in two thousand and ten, uh, and it, it sure. I mean, it, it, when you were saying what you just said, it kind of just brought me back to that time frame. And uh, we're, we're going to continue to talk about this on what the difference it, it was like in our industry in 2000, really 8, 9, and 10, and and what it's like now. Um, Bill, if you'll hang on with us, we gotta go. We got to go take a break here in a second. But let's let's go down memory lane. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little I, bit about that. We'll, we'll, I got some things I want to talk about when we return. You're listening to Bill Kibbe with the At Home at Roby Show. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. We are with Bill. Bill, you still with us? I'm here. Bill Kibbe from Brookwood Construction. Uh, Trent, before the break, we Bill sort of went down memory lane, started his business in 2010. I I, yeah, I mean, I, talk, I tell the story about why I love doing this show. I learn yeah, yeah. about people. I mean, he, you might have told me you started this this company. I, I, I was It wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Uh, dang, man. T- tell us about the trials and tribulations yeah. of being a true entrepreneur. In 2010. <laughs> well, I'll, gi- I'll give you a little more uh, background. Uh, I, I grew up in a family swimming pool business so we actually built swimming pools in eastern north carolina okay there you go. and uh got my got my work ethic there for, for sure uh and and spent most of my career uh went to went to undergrad at unc charlotte uh civil engineering there uh so so loved loved the charlotte area uh 49ers and um worked for uh some construction companies there, uh, did a little real estate development on the hotel side. Um, and, and so I, I, I thought my background, my education led me to uh, give, give it a try in 2010 when uh, things were slowing down. And, uh, you know, just started in a, in a buddy's conference room and uh, had a part-time estimator and uh, we went from there and, and just started growing the company, landing a few key projects uh, from relationships I had in the past. And uh, like I said, we just we've grown organically over the past decade. Um, so it's been it's been an incredible trip, really has been. And uh, I've learned a few things along the way. What took you back to Raleigh to start your business, or were you already back in Raleigh? 
I was back in Raleigh. I came, uh, well, it's, it's, it's a circuitous route from, uh, from, uh, I, I was living in Charlotte and moved to Chapel Hill down to the low country after, uh, Wake MBA school and, uh, came back to Raleigh to work for a hotel developer because I mm. wanted some time on the owner side of things, really experience that side and see what they go through. Um, and then back to the GC world. So I was in Raleigh when, uh, when I started Brookwood. So, so let me ask you a question on the, on the swimming pool business. Are these concrete pools, uh, in-ground concrete pools y'all did? Is that what y'all focused on? We did mainly in-ground vinyl liner pools. Okay. Uh, so, so strictly residential. Uh-huh. So and we were... We were all over eastern North Carolina. Uh, grew up in Rocky Mount. Okay. And, uh, you know, from Roanoke Rapids to Wilson uh, to Greenville. So, uh, so so do you know how to run a, 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 a mini excavator or a bobcat skid steer? <laughs> absolutely. I can, I can dig a mean hole for sure. <laughs> it is an art now. It's not just, it, it, that sounds like it's something easy to do, but... Uh, no, that's cool. Do you still no, ever? I, I grew up outside. I grew up, uh, you know, running equipment and pouring concrete and uh, all that fun stuff that I realized I didn't want to do the rest of my life. Uh, so I went and got an education. What did you? You said you got your undergrad at UNC Charlotte. Do, do you have a master's? Uh, I went to full time uh, master's in business at uh, Wake Forest. Okay. One to three. So, all right, here here you go. Question: Forty ers are playing Demon Deacons. Who you got? Who's who you cheering for? An undergrad. I will see. Uh, that's yeah, uh, that's a toss up. I win either way, right? <laughs> oh, go. come on, that's a weak. That's uh, a, I guess that's a frivolous uh, answer, Bill. Answer. I guess in that case, you just take whichever one's better, right? <laughs> he said Randolph Childress. Every, there you go. Everybody wanting to do business with you. Randolph Children's or, Childress or Henry Williams? <laughs> oh Lord! That's right. I, I was I'll a go with Henry Williams. I was a UNC Forty Nine er fifth grade. We went to about, all the games. I got you. They, I mean, they were they were pretty good back then, right? Yeah, that was Byron Dinkins and Henry Williams. There you go. My fifth grade teacher, Miss Williams, took me me and about five other other boys, and she had a son to all the games. Isn't that cool? That is That's cool. special. That is cool. God bless our educators and our people. No, it is cool. It, 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 so let, let's go back to 2010. I want to talk about the climate then. You said you know things were slowing down a little bit uh, in the market, which they were. I mean, like I said, Trent plucked me out of the corporate world in 2010. And th- there's something to be said about operating a business uh, as an entrepreneur during that time and the experience that you gain. Um you know, I think that's sort of what's going on now is some of these you know, younger uh, folks that are in our industry have never experienced the downturn, and they don't know what it's like to have some scarcity. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to happen again at some point. But um, what what an experience, huh? I mean, I, I you know, we talk about skilled trade. I remember when I first started here, we would put an ad out for electricians, and I would have to set up a separate email account because of all the applicants that we get with with tons of great experience, what I mean, do you do you could you imagine that now? Nah, we can't find anybody now. I mean, Bill, that's that's the way it was. We literally had a, a separate Gmail account 
because so many, I mean, it was almost sad. I mean, all these wonderfully skilled people that were, were just needed a job. Mm. Yeah, I've, um, I've had to embrace uh, LinkedIn and, um, <laughs> you know, developing relationships on LinkedIn. And uh, that that's different for me, for sure. Um, but that's that's the world we're in now. I mean, it, uh, you have to uh, connect with people through those means, and it's not just word of mouth anymore. Although we do, I feel like we still do hire on relationships. Sure. Um, and, and in 2010, that's that's how I started the business. Uh, I had a good um, relationship with, with the firm, and uh, they gave me a chance. And uh, I hired some superintendents from some folks I knew and uh, experiences in the past. And you, you've got to put the time in you've got to form those relationships as you're progressing through your career and so you never know when the 2010 is going to come and you you jump into it and you have support around you and you know the reputation of people and um that you know that's the foundation you have to build off of no that that is awesome so uh do you consider your business? I mean, are, is this are going to be a family business, or or how do you view that? Well, I, I was actually talking to a buddy of mine last night, um, and you know, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, it's been ten years of uh, you know going full speed ahead and and trying to do the right thing and put the right people in the right places to be successful. Um, I have uh, that may be a, a failure on my part not to kind of think about you know down the road just yet, but uh, it's probably getting to that point where I probably should start thinking about that. Yeah, no, I mean I came from a third generation family business, and and we had a an uh, employee breakfast, uh, new employee breakfast a couple uh, last week, and it was really cool to really talk about how I mean we are a family business, and and by that I mean. Our whole company's a family business. Well, I mean, and we call ourselves a Roby family, and it's not just a cliche I mean, thing. I, mean, that's, I, that's I told these folks there's nothing better than a, a kid of, of an employee wanting to work at our company when, when they come up during the summers as well as when they're ready to, ready to tie it on for their career. So I don't know. It's, sure, it, yeah. It, it, you know, it continues to grow. Uh, we continue to try to figure out where we're heading um we're we're fortunate we're in such a great market and uh as long as we keep bringing on the right people and doing the right things uh that'll all take care of itself right i i agree with you a hundred percent and i know you personally uh you're a fellow ypo or we talk about that all the time the way you carry yourself uh uh, I, I want. I would like to come uh, visit your office at some point. Uh, yeah, so would we, I. we can set that up. Maybe Patrick and I can take a road trip. But uh, leave us. I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Bill. Leave us with your with, with, with your primary philosophy in business and life. And I'm putting you on the spot. I uh, I think my my leadership style is um, consensus building and empathetic. To an extent, uh, I, I think you have to connect with people and, and understand their situation, and um, you know, figure out what what their motivation is. It's not always money, 
it's not always uh, work hours. It's uh, you, you just have to relate to people and um, and and let them know that you've got their best interests at heart, and you're uh, you're trying to do the right thing in your business to take care of your family and to help them take care of their families. Man, a- amen. That 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 resonates well with me, Bill. How can people look you up? Give yourself a little plug here. Well, we're, you know, our website is uh, brookwood-construction.com. You're welcome to take a look at us and see what we do, uh, see our portfolio of work and uh, the folks we work with uh, day in and day out in, in our market here in Raleigh. Well, man, thanks for joining us. Godspeed to your to your market and your family and your business. Uh Bill Kibbe with Brookwood Construction. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. And off goes Bill Gibby. Man, he's a cool guy. Kibbe. Kibbe. Not Gibby. Kibbe. I mean, dang, we did three segments. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I keep wanting to call him Gibby because... I got to tell you something. You know, Chris Gibson, that was wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, runs our field staff for Roby Commercial. Uh, we were on a Zoom call, and he didn't have his video on, and it, the name just said Gibby, G-I-B-B-Y. I'm like, well, who the heck is this, Gibby? That is a poor excuse for messing up. So that's his. So, <laughs> so he, he came back. In, no, he came back in. Uh, you know, like later that afternoon, I'm like, Chris, who do you go by, Gibby? And he was like. Well, yeah, y'all didn't know that? I never have heard like, that. I, he's like, the only place I'm Chris is here. I'm like, well, all right, Gibby. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, we can change that. Yeah. No, no. So that was his nickname. So I think that's why I'm, I'm I feel I'm so fond of Chris. And then obviously, you know, Bill seems like a, a pretty darn good fella also. That's pretty funny. I have a a, a real good YPO friend out, out of the, the triad, uh, C- Clifford Thompson. Um, great guy. And... His name tag says Cliff Thompson, his YPO name tag, and, and when he introduces himself, he says Cliff Thompson. But when you ask him what he prefers, he says Clifford. So I was with him the other day and said, hey, buddy, I'm going I'm to I'm hold you accountable. Yeah. You're confusing people. You make people feel bad. And uh, <laughs> he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you, if you want to be called Clifford, your name tag needs to be, say, say Clifford, and, and you need to introduce yourself as Clifford when you're in front of 100 people. Uh, How did Clifford take that? Very well. There you he's, go. He's he's a man. He he's a he's a good dude. He he can take he well, could take it. I, I mean, I, I his name's Cl- he wants to be called Clifford. And, I hear you. And he said that there is a uh, I think his dad. You know, when he was in in coming into he business, was Cliff. his dad was Cliff. I got it. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I, Clifford. If you're listening, I feel you, my man, because I hate being called Pat. I don't know why. I just have always hated that. And I'm people start are like, calling you Pat. And people that people that I don't know. I just when I was a kid, I think it was Pat Sajak. I don't know what it was, but I never liked it. And so people will call, and they all of a sudden come in off like and they start calling me Pat. And I'm like, you just, I'm like, God Almighty, gets under my skin. I'm over it now as an adult, but I, I could not stand that as a kid. And of course, I think there was that Saturday Night Live character back in the day yeah. too that, that people would pick on me for. But yeah, I used I to hate that. it. And you know, you know what, how kids are? They know that you don't like something. They just do it more and oh, more and yeah. more and jab it in. So uh, I feel you, Clifford. We on the same page. Well, no, I mean, 
that's funny. Bill Bill <laughs> yeah. Kibbe Bill Kibbe was 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 excellent. I mean, if you didn't listen to the to the first segment or missed some of it, you need to go back and listen to dude. We were talking in the break. He's just my man is on cruise control, dropping knowledge well, like I, I felt, like an old old time contractor. I felt a lot of parallels with him too. Starting in 2010, yep. I mean, it was we, all the only business we really had on the services side was Andrew Roby. You know, on the, you know yep. that was really it. And so having those relationships and kind of learning everything, it was it's very similar. No, and and then we were talking about the the new employee breakfast we had. Yeah, that was, was cool. our first one we've ever done, uh, which was really cool because Travis and I got to go touch and feel and hug hu- hug our staff. That's a that's a figure of speech because I know we're still in COVID. Uh, but um, air hugs. Yeah, we threw some high air fives. Uh, <laughs> But man, I got to get on my soapbox and talk about Leroy and Jeff and and David Dilworth. Man, what fun it is to tell stories! And then I got to tell all the all the new employees about our podcast. I'm like, if you want to hear these stories, this is what you got this right. dearth of information here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we think it's a dearth of information. It might <laughs> just be a couple scraps. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. So uh, I don't know. Well, now it, it it is cool. I mean, it's we were so fortunate to be able to do this too. I always say, you know, you and I, we we were talking. I maybe it was last show or something about you know the first time we did this and how nervous we are. Now it's just sort of something that we we both really enjoy doing. It's sort of a break in the action, but just to have this this vehicle. I mean, we're, we're fortunate to have this, and then a good partner like WBT also helps. Well, Patrick, I, I'm, I'm gonna almost tell you something. I like it because it gives me and you a chance to spend some time together, even though it's generally on the air. <laughs> uh, when we're not knuckle dragging, knocking each other out, uh, I mean, and, and we get to enjoy each other's company. And, and Reagan speaks a lot about that, about how, how how you make a great teammate of mine. But it's uh, it's always good. I tell everybody, I'm like, the only thing I have to do every week is is this radio show. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, it, that's that's from a scheduling standpoint uh not necessarily uh i love it i love coming in here and it is fun and unless you give me bad news right before we start the show i always leave in a good mood <laughs> yeah. i usually wait till afterwards and we have gotten better we used to throw some haymakers during the show we wait till we get in the parking lot now you know nah. swing on each other but uh but really the true brains behind this rope at home with roby operation is there's two people right we got christian uh, on on one side keeping us accountable you got your boy TJ oh, back TJ's there. TJ's the bomb. I, I smell gunpowder because you the bomb. Oh, oh, I see what he did there. But a dang. Now it was funny when you were talking about Apple going to Raleigh and bringing yep. Jobs. I was like, oh, Steve Jobs, Apple, oh, Raleigh. Oh, <laughs> bringing. That's them. how smart I am. <laughs> Apple's bringing the Jobs. <laughs> no, that's a big deal. That's a big but, deal. Uh, big deal for this area too. I know they're they're going to expand oh, on the, the data center. I think yeah. it's the bomb. And uh, it was cool to really honestly to read about Microsoft in yep. 1960. And the funny thing I is, I did not know that. The funny thing is, my aunt Brenda, who worked at our company for over 40 years, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, for a real long time. Uh, her daughter Shannon, uh, her husband works at Microsoft. Work, okay. Worked at Microsoft. Moved to Raleigh. They moved to Raleigh from Charlotte to work at Microsoft. Heck, made a really good living. And I never correlated the two, you know. I'm just, I'm just the old dumb contractor. Old, old Bill Gates airing some dirty, dirty laundry Ooh, out in the press these days. Woo, man, poor guy. Yeah, I know. Good grief. Well, mm. <laughs> don't, uh, don't send me perfect down this time to end the show. No, yeah. Hey, 
We hope you enjoy uh, this wonderful Sunday, and we hope you enjoyed Bill Kibbe as our guest. Go check his website out. Patronize him a little bit. Dude is is a great man. Uh, You've been listening to At Home with Roby. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a wonderful day.